0: welcome to the box set pod we're back we've been gone for so long and it actually we weren't really gone it was the fault of one person and one person alone matthew Wandless, who joins us from london hi matt
1: good evening
0: so you recorded the podcast last time from your end and uh, you did it wrong didn't you so everyone had to have a month without us is that right
1: even the best of us make the <laughs> it's
0: true um jamie's there as well as usual and i've got a friend sitting in on the podcast again today uh, called tessa and she's a real life doctor but don't ask her any medical questions because you've not been doing it for very long
2: hello
0: there she is right shall we um what should we talk about then um, Actually,
3: can we just ask Tessa one question? Yeah. What's your favourite medical drama, Tessa?
0: Oh. oh. Medical
2: drama.
0: Was it ER? Did you used to watch ER when you were a kid?
2: I did watch a bit of ER. Yeah. Also, um, I'd probably say Scrubs just for. Oh, uh, yeah. That was around the time that I was. Yeah, getting into things. I is think. it like
0: the more you it was like what, Sarah's a newsreader, so watching newsroom, she just could not. It's just so far from reality in her. Yeah. In her. Is it, the more you study medicine, is it more and more difficult to watch medical programs? Definitely. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'd say yeah. so. A Bit like doing um, <laughs> doing work.
0: Yeah. And Jamie watching Mind Hunter, which is about serial killers he finds that very difficult um, we just get so much wrong <laughs> um, so what are we so to, uh, yeah Tes's is here we won't explain why, but she's sitting in and she um she uh, may take over this podcast one day and that'll be that'd be a good thing so handmaid's tale season three should we begin yeah. with that we're also going to get to the bottom tonight of uh, the boys dark on netflix and how i'm so excited at the return of mindhunter i can barely speak there's nine days to go until that's back as we record by the time you mm. listen to this it, it, it might even be there i can't even imagine a world where mindhunter season two has already started oh my god um handmaid's tale who's watched handmaid's yeah. tale have you finished it jamie
3: I well it's not finished. it's currently showing on uh, channel 4 and I, I think it's up to episode 8 I'm up to
1: episode 6 okay um, where are you up to Matt um, I think I, I might be about the same as you what was the last episode you watched uh, the last one I watched was uh, we're going we're going to spoiler points
3: let's here avoid, let's avoid spoilers.
0: heavy spoilers if you can be a yeah rough, rough details go on
3: uh, roughly speaking,
0: um, there was a fight. <laughs> yeah, uh, a fight
3: between two of the handmaids.
0: Okay, yes. Uh, are you That's, up to that, that's how it ended, yeah? I don't yeah. think
2: I'm there yet. No. So, well,
0: I, I mean, there was a hanging, but that doesn't pin it down. No. That's pretty Could much... Could
2: be any episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, was, it was, was the
1: uh, it was the episode uh, with the brutal oppression of women <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was the, the episode that went really really slow and dragged itself out over an hour when it really could have done that you, are you
3: get out get out <laughs>
0: um, no I think it's a beautifully made TV series I think it's lovely but I do think that it's like it couldn't be more it couldn't be more oppressive to both the inhabitants of the show and the viewers of the show. It's really hard, isn't it? It is. It is. Come yeah. on. Right. I walk in and going. Sarah's got Central it on. It's like, Kelly. right, who's hanging now? And we haven't had a rape for 20 well. minutes. So come on. What are the we doing? With,
3: the thing is, it's it's always had that, but it's always had uh, a brilliant, brilliant performances an incredible intensity that keeps you gripped between the, re- the relationships between these characters and the bubbling of these the tensions within that. I've always been wonderful, and I love. And season three, I, I have some. I've been. I'll, I'm going to say I've been disappointed why? by season three so what? far. And let me explain why. I can't go into too much of the plot, obviously, but I'll say this about season three: the way they've the way they've compromised plot and character development to stretch out the storyline has disappointed me. There were things in motion at the end of season two, and I feel like mm. they, 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 they set up all these different ideas at the start, at end of season two, and even slightly at the start of season three, and they've just not followed through, and they've just really strung out. I think we're going to have to talk explicitly. In an infuriating way.
0: Let's at least—it's hard to. All right, let's I mean, say this. I was quite excited by the idea that Yvonne Strahovski's character was going to become. Um, yes, more, that's a very good point. Harry. She was beginning to change her mind about about whether whose whose who's side she was on in some way, and yeah. from what I've seen of this series, she did for a bit and then flip-flopped back to being a bit of a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Because she's and, a woman and as soon as she smelt a baby, that was it. She became possessed. Yeah. Which I would say and, is a little bit sexist.
3: Well, I don't know. I don't know what if it's sexist or not. I just know that I don't believe I just don't believe they're doing it for the right reasons. I believe they're like they're trying to keep these characters together as well. They're trying to keep yeah, yeah, yeah. June and uh, you know, Water Commander Waterford and Serena all together as much as possible, and they're doing that with these kind of slightly overly Machiavellian tactics to keep them all in this kind of bubble together. Which I, ju- I just don't think is true to where this storyline is going. The storyline has been heading towards some kind of rebellion, some kind of revolt, mm-hmm. and June being part of that. Yeah. And instead, it's I feel like it's gone. Quite far backwards in trying to hold on to this world so they can have more revelling in the drama before they again move forward with the plot. Because they're going to do it again. I'm sure they'll go to that point. But this series, do you not feel like that at all, Matt? No,
1: you know, I mean, I I will grant what you're saying in in the sense that uh, the the drive of it has definitely stalled. But Mm. um, I think it's stalled in good ways and in interesting ways and mm. i think the the little subplot they had recently with of matthew and uh the, and you know the hangings mm. um was i you know i think i think it was quite an important aspect to show with um uh the the, the world that they presented with um you know collaborators and people you know The 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 oppressed who have been broken by the machine, the machinations of the oppressive regime. You know, this is an interesting conversation. People who can't help themselves. This is an interesting Um, conversation,
0: but I do feel like it's really difficult trying not to do spoilers on it. Maybe we should just be able to use examples now. I think.
1: Um, No, 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 it's fine. That's all. That's all I want to say. But uh, uh, I think it's still just so solid all the time yeah and even when they do divert off into different areas which aren't necessarily just devoted to plugging through the main thrust of the story i always just want to see it i want to see mm. more like we, we we found out i don't think it's a spoiler thing to say we found out about our aunt lydia's past in in this episode six and well i, I mean both me and hannah um watched it and we weren't entirely satisfied with her backstory but um I thought it was really interesting to see how in a few degrees you can get from where she was in the world. We know to where she is in the world. They know. Mm. And, uh, I, I, believe it. I, I can see how it would follow through and you, you know, you meet these kind of religious zealots in the, in our society. And it's like, they're frightening fucking people. I don't
0: know. If, I don't know if, 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 that's, that's like the, um, it's the old fear of like, oh, well if, if Hitler took over, if the Nazi state kicked off again, would you be an SS officer? And I've been listening again to the 52-hour audio book, The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, recently. And it was <laughs> <laughs> the second time. Wow. It's such a good book. Um, Who
3: narrates it? Uh,
0: Grover, Grosvenor Gardner. His name is Grosvenor Gardner, and he's got the most incredible... I'll get it up on my phone in a minute. Anyway, um, what becomes clear is that, you know, the, the guys who really were the worst of the dickheads were always dickheads before and after. In fact, you can only take over a state to that degree if you manage to employ the worst absolute knobheads. And I'm not sure about this... This uh, thing about you can you can flip on a sixpence and one person can easily become.
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm saying that you can see the path, right? Because it, it's someone who can who can function within our contemporary society, but you can also see how they're only a couple of degrees away from being Aunt Lydia.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, Tessa, have you are you up to date with it?
2: I think I might have. M- I think I've maybe only got up to episode five or something. So was... you don't,
0: you've don't, you not seen a hang-in recently? No,
2: I don't think I have. Okay. Which is surprising.
0: And do, have you felt at all like it's been dragged out?
2: Um, I think there's been moments in all of the series when it's been feeling like you're just about getting there and something big's going to happen and either she's mm. going to get free or there's going to be a big riot and then it's not happened for another series and still nothing's happening with that but i i I like how it's moving it's okay i
0: I think that accusing it of being uh being slow is a little bit like accusing a whale of being big and it's been doing that from the beginning
3: well yeah this is where i uh, disagree because I don't think you can... You were judging it, how from a point of view of, oh, this is just a slow show. I'm judging it from a point of view of knowing the characters and the world now, I feel like they are stalling the character journeys and the plot journey at a point where I know this world well enough now to know where, the, where, where, you know, where it's going. And I'm not expecting to hit the points in my head it's going to hit exactly, but I know mm. that they have they've taken leaps with these characters
0: backwards but i would say you see i would argue almost almost the opposite in that i think that it's been like that i think that i i disliked the 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 things that i disliked about the show is that i could see that it was doing that right from the beginning the amount if you add up the number of hours that you've watched this woman's story and say how much has actually happened you could definitely tell that story no, in about Because how could you? Minutes. How
3: could you possibly know that? So you didn't even know the characters that well at that point. How you didn't even know? I, no, I just you know, knew
0: that they were dragging everything out beyond belief. I'm just going. This is so slow. But at least no,
1: so boring. That. Listening to you talk about this.
0: Oh my god, it's a slow, drawn out series, in my opinion. Now, the one difference you've just got with the attention
1: this, span of a tiny child.
0: No, I haven't. I love oh, watching you, long. You, I've just told you that I'm, to a a 52, like that I'm listening to a 52... zombie like that. I'm listening to a 52-hour audiobook <laughs> for the second time. I can put up with long-form things. I can just also sense when something is being made to be longer form than it needed to be. And sometimes that's great, and in many cases, in this case, it's great. I like this series because I think it is actually interesting. Whilst I agree with you, Jamie, that in terms of the characters, it's kind of bad. The political angle has been brought into this, which goes, um, okay, surely once you escape a cruel regime and tell another great country about it, they're going to go, right, game's up, let's bomb them, let's get rid of this horrible regime. And actually what begins to happen is this uh, diplomatic... um, to in and fro, in which may well make things worse, or certainly not help the people involved. So, I, I think the bringing in that dynamic has been really interesting to
1: explore. It is really interesting to to put a totalitarian dictatorship into the middle of America.
0: Yeah, but this is and, how the, and this is how we do deal with certain dictatorships, and always always did. You know, Gaddafi things. was best mate for many years.
1: Well, uh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously there are places in, in the world where it, there is gross inaction mm. um, against oppression and atrocities. So, it's But it's interesting to see it in a world that we understand better than um, far-flung places where it's a, a totally different existence. So uh, I, I think it's fascinating, and I like seeing... I, I like the delving that they're doing into the world I think it's one of the it's it's like how I feel about The Walking Dead where it's I, I don't feel that it's um, unnecessary or that it's drawn out I think it's an examination and I'm happy to watch that mm. and I also I, I don't like when we, I thought it was going to be wrapped up at the end of this series and as we got further and further into it I started to panic thinking how are they possibly going to finish this <laughs> off this <laughs> yeah, quickly yeah yeah and I thought it was gonna be another Game of Thrones where it's like, oh no, we've only got a couple of episodes, we've got to finish this. Yeah. But um I think uh, I'm I'm glad they're doing another series and I, I I wanna spend I don't want to spend more time there, but I am fascinated by it.
0: Um and now let's hand over to Tessa for the female perspective.
2: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: you can have twelve seconds for the female perspective and then we'll get back to the And there is only one yes. female perspective, yes. let's be clear about that.
2: Yeah oppression of women, bad.
0: I agree. <laughs> uh, and now, would you like to hear the sound of um, Grosvenor Gardner, who's the man who reads me a 52-hour audiobook?
2: Very much. Not so
0: much. No thanks. Listen to this guy's voice.
1: Insisting that Great. all churches institute the Aryan paragraph and exclude converted Jews.
3: This was too much even for the timid Protestants who had declined
0: to take any part in the God. church what a voice I think like oh, like he's going to
3: tell you to turn left
0: well obviously that's through my phone so you know there's a bit more de- a bit more bass when you're listening through uh, headphones or whatever but oh, yeah it's
1: almost like it was a right. waste of time
0: no it's brilliant um <laughs> what Hitler well the Third Reich was certainly a waste of time. I would agree with that um so mixed reviews there on the handmaid's tale i think the result is that we should all stop watching it and make sure it cheers up a little bit um i think as I, said, I
3: still think it's a great show actually it's infuriated me this this series but it, I, yeah it's, it's still brilliant and i still love uh elizabeth moss she's bloody brilliant she's she's high quality oh you know that she's so she does some really good gurning fo- faces in this <laughs> seven, in this series as well. And yeah, really, a lot of reaction.
1: Oh yeah. my god, and the, and I love it. So I give her that. I do wonder how many times she's had to have the camera kind of lo- locked on her yes. face <laughs> and have to do something different yes. with it this time. Have to show her anguish in a different way. Yeah, and I, just- I imagine her with this like kind of flick book where she's going, "I've done that." I've done that. She's
0: got like a book <laughs> of
1: expressions.
0: Oh, she's so good. I'm rewatching Mad Men at the moment as well, and she's just so good. She's so it's good. It's
3: great seeing her with Bradley Whitford actually. Yes, uh, together. Mm. Back
1: yes, from The West Wing. Yes. Did because you, he's, he's brilliant
3: Wing? as well. His
2: character is <laughs> fascinating.
1: Yeah, and, I really uh, like uh, Lawrence.
2: He's good. Tess yeah, has only watched
0: been... bits of The West Wing.
2: I've not watched it really. <laughs> Just know what it is, and I've seen small small parts.
0: You've got to go beginning to end, and just yeah. keep going around it. It's everything you need to know. I have.
1: Um, I am up to series three now with um, with my mum, who oh. uh, who comes over on Tuesdays, and we have uh, West Wing and uh shish kebab night.
0: Oh. <laughs> hey, does she make oh. the shish kebab and you bring the West Wing, or do you make N- the shish kebab? No,
1: no. She comes to my house. There's a nice kebab house down the road. We get a, a chicken shish and a lamb coffee. The no way. That and is uh, we watch the whispering. Oh man, I want to be in
0: that house. It <laughs> yeah, fun. Please it's pretty great, Jamie. Um uh, okay. Um oh, one more question on that. A serious question without saying twelve seconds for the female perspective. Is there an element of th- there's an element of it, like Matt's comparison to The Walking Dead there? The heavy feel of it, sometimes I feel like I am watching somebody's misery for too long, that that I am supposed to, as a viewer, be, start to get pleasure out of watching the misery of somebody, because, because it dwells on it for so long. I felt the same way in The Walking Dead, sometimes when Rick Grimes loses the fifth family member in a row or something, and he's literally on the floor in pieces, I'm going... I genuinely start feeling sorry for the actor who's having to feel these emotions, but it's too, it lasts too long. What do you think, Tessa? I can imagine
1: why you struggle with it, Hal, because it's all about empathy.
0: Yes, I have a lot of empathy, so I do struggle with it because I feel what Elizabeth Maltis is feeling, particularly when I'm doing this podcast.
2: I suppose if you're, if you're watching someone who's worse off than you, then, you know, it, can make you feel a bit better about your situation can't it?
0: Oh the East Enders argument <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah well, I suppose but then doesn't that after a certain amount of time become gawkish that's what I suppose what I'm saying mm. I'm going to, I almost feel like the writers of this world are purposely keeping them in this situation for our entertainment because that's what they're doing
1: and it's to make the redemption all the sweeter this is the thing about these things is like if you know you do get stuff which is just misery porn where it's uh, it's just relentless and there's no kind of there's, there's no arc to it but let's Whereas say jamie's right you can right. see the destination
0: but if jamie's right about that um jamie is right that they're keeping them in this situation literally for our entertainment so that they can have another season out of it right is that what you're saying jamie um i'm sorry my cat is responding no one's listening just yeah. the cat literally i, just, I To an
3: extent, I I think that they are stretching the plot out this series a little bit. Yes, I do feel that.
0: So in which case, for a TV series that actually is supposedly trying to change the world with what it's saying, and the writers and the people behind it talk a lot about what this represents in the real world, it does genuinely annoy me to a degree that that they make that decision, that they don't go, well, the story doesn't need to be this long. We need to well, make I don't, a point.
3: I, they, they won't be having that meeting now, will they? They'll be having yes. a meeting where they'll go... They'll go the meeting three. they'll have is there's so much more of this world we can discover. Let's do a bit more of that before we go to the rebellion full. So we go to Washington and we see the horror there. And so Well, you genuinely it, think
0: that HBO haven't said to the producers, OK, we'll sign you up for another three series. Can you do that?
3: I don't think that it's as cynic as that I of course don't think it is that's
0: how as it as works think that that's that's how deals are done they go you right we're, this is really successful we want two more series can you do that please
3: yeah maybe I'd, I don't know I'm not in the room
0: anyway food for thought uh, we in a way we're the ones keeping her locked up I think that's the point that I'm making so stop watching it vote with your feet and in nine days watch Mindhunter Series 2, which is always pithy to the point and never unnecessarily long. Um, has anybody not watched Mindhunter then? So Tessa hasn't watched Mindhunter.
2: I've Hunter. not watched it. I think I've got it downloaded to watch at some point. Matt's
0: a recent convert. Have you finished it, Matt? No, I got bored with it. You got bored Ooh. with David Fincher's masterpiece Mindhunter Season 1? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Jamie, have you finished all of season one?
3: I did indeed.
0: Yeah, and are you looking forward to season two?
3: Yeah, I just watched the trailer for season two and uh, it looks good. It looks very good. I think that we're going to get more into the meat of them using the techniques that they've developed and uh, to find and hunt, yeah. hunt mines. Well, um, so
0: that's exciting. Uh, of course, that's what they're doing, hunting mines. You're right, that makes sense now. Um, yeah. Yes, and of uh, but of course it's a true story as well, or to, based well, on... based, it. yeah, very... Yeah.
3: I think I've read the book it's based on, and it's very, very loosely based on it, I think.
0: Oh, so um, do you know where it's going next, then?
3: No, no, because... The book it's based on isn't as plot, as plotty as this has been. You know, it's a lot more... It's
1: more how we, how we <laughs> No,
3: it's, right.
1: it's almost like it's been padded out,
0: kind of drawn out. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> to a Into whole, some kind
1: of narrative.
0: To a whole eight <laughs> episodes so far. Wow. Um yeah so so good good well there's nothing more to say about that then other than tessa you should definitely watch it i will do and matthew is a lost cause so let's move on to
1: samey and repetitive
0: big little lies shall we um i haven't watched any of this series matt have you i've watched almost all of it i've got two episodes left tessa have you
2: not seen any of it. Sorry. Have you seen any of
0: the first series? Just
2: a failure. No. Nope.
0: Nothing. No. Nope. It's almost like she's been doing something actually important with her life. <laughs> Jamie,
3: I've finished it, and I'd like to say this before. Now, we we, we recorded a podcast, and I want listeners to know this: that we recorded a podcast that was lost to the uh, ether. But oh, is this the one where, where lost, Jamie said they didn't rate
0: Meryl Streep? Whoa! I mean, how
3: all disparaged Meryl Streep's good name when we were talking about Big Little Lies. What did you call her, Howell?
1: Overrated? I actually didn't. An overrated, I... talentless hack, I believe, was the... Uh...
0: I don't think I would ever use a sentence that's that good. I said that... Um, that's not a criticism of Mel Streep. It's criticism of the people who constantly say that she is Jesus Christ. And it's almost like she is the royalty. Put, 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 put me in a room with Judy Dench and Meryl Streep, and I have no interest in talking to one of those people because the other one's so much better. I'm sure they'll be devastated, Howell. Well, I'm sure well, I'm she sure. won't. The last thing she needs is an accolade from me, but yet it's still... I mean, know,
1: let's, let's really get to the
0: nitty-gritty of what's and going on. in that shamed, room. And is being
1: that Meryl Howell's shamed. going to be in the corner checking his phone while Dench and Meryl... I actually, have a
0: <laughs> chat. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think That's, Dench yeah. is is great. Um, so
3: anyway, the point being, the yes. point being, in Big Little Lie season two, Meryl Streep plays a very big role, mm. and she is absolutely stonkingly good, brilliantly good. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling her some kind of messiah, Howell. I'm just saying that she's fan, she she really make this, this second series. We argued umdenard about whether they should have made it. Mm. They should have made it. For one reason,
0: Meryl Streep.
3: Meryl Streep. Her character is brilliant and brings so much tension and enjoyment and, oh, just excruciating moments to the screen. That is what she's particularly good good at, excruciating
0: stuff. Yeah, she is very good at excruciating stuff, isn't she?
1: It's one of the curses of of being that, uh, you know, venerated is that like when we started watching this, I, you know, first of all, there was the thing of like, I didn't feel like I wanted a second series. I was perfectly Mm. happy with how it finished. So I was wondering where they were going to take it. And then there's the thing of like, Oh, Meryl Streep's in it. She better be fucking good. Mm. And, um, both Hannah and I just turned to each other after the first scene and we're just like, how, how does she do that? How can she be so consistent? Mm. And it's like, it's not even a, it's such an unconventional choice that she makes with this character, the way she is. It's, it, it, it doesn't look like it ought to work, but it does. Hmm. And, um, yeah, she's she's wonderful. And I think, uh, in fact, it's, uh, the, the, the places they've taken it in series two are really excellent. I do you know if the source material covers this stuff or is, if this is entirely new?
0: I haven't uh, read the book. No read idea. Yeah. Um, I, no I think that somebody said the first series ended uh, where the book ends
1: right okay that's what I thought but no, I wasn't sure
0: uh, that but might have been I, you I said it actually um, it's excellent right okay so really um, fascinating good I, I'm very so are very, you gonna watch it Howell? Uh, well I'm certainly gonna watch that first scene and if I do not turn to my <sighs> wife and say how does Meryl do it then um, I might not carry on beyond that point but you know, I'm a very open-minded person. I will certainly all, give it. They're a go.
3: all brilliant. I mean, and I and I want to. You know, it's not just Meryl Streep, but, but she's she's the kind of the catalyst for a lot of the best drama within the, this this second series. But I do want to mention Laura Dern as well. who plays uh, the Renata, the rich woman who hmm. goes through a lot of drama. Her, she has some of the best scenes.
0: Yeah,
3: Brilliant, like funny. But really, like outrageously ridiculous scenes, yes, as well. She's brilliant in it, Laura Dern. I've never really appreciated like Laura Dern. I think of Jurassic Park. I think a bit of Twin Peaksy stuff as well, and and, um, and Blue um, Blue Velvet. Listen, but yeah. she's so good in L- this. Please, so
0: please don't attack me when I say this. Um, but th- this is just my opinion. Laura Dern is for me a really good example of someone who can really irritate you on purpose and she knows it. She's playing a character who's irritating and and you actually go, oh my God, I hate that woman. And uh, Meryl Streep, I am never irritated by her. I'm always aware that Meryl Streep is doing an amazing performance as an irritator. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering this from the last time. <laughs> She's always acting. <laughs> I always want to go, just Meryl, Tony Meryl down. acting, bit. turd. Yes, but... <laughs> <laughs> when someone's a really good actor, they just annoy you or you're really scared by them. You don't go, "Oh, they've put on a scary voice. Aren't they impressive? We shouldn't be sitting watching something going, aren't they impressive? Should we? Well, I
1: mean, no. We, 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 no, we should definitely we shouldn't not? be impressed by people. God, no.
0: No, I mean, in the moment, like we can sit and do a podcast where we go, wow. Uh, be, Yvonne Strahovsky's a great example of someone in Thingy. Uh, uh, but... Uh, Handmaid's Tale, who I
1: thought you were going to say Chuck Jesus
0: and Chuck, in (laughs) fact. But in Handmaid's Tale, you know, in the first series, she's um, genuinely uh, an annoying person who people in the street would meet her and go, I hate you in that thing. I don't think Meryl Streep's ever had someone say, I hate you in that thing. I think they just go, Hi Meryl, you're brilliant.
3: Um, okay, I I don't know. I don't know what the point
1: of what you're saying is. I mean, I scary, don't know either, but you know, where, where, since <laughs> when is that new? You know? I'm always aware
0: I'm watching an actress rather than watching a character with Meryl Streep. Well, I think that's absolute twattery. Okay.
2: Mm. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. I told you that'd be nice. Well,
3: anyway, give it a go, Howell. And I, I really, you should watch this then because if you come away from watching and I don't want you to watch just one what? scene. I Tell want you me what will happen.
0: The- if I walk away from this and say, she's still too big an actress for me, she's just demonstrative all the time, what are you going to do? Is it going to make you like me more or less? Well, because I only I want think, you to like me more.
3: I just think we'll leave it, we'll we'll, we'll never speak of it again,
0: all right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it cold, hanging in the air. yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. One
1: day like a family podcast, I want to get Sarah on the podcast. Yeah. And I want to just talk to her. I want to, I want to understand what's going on with with her and you and <laughs> <laughs> how she does it. Well, <laughs> it's a
0: lot like the relationship you and I have, Matt. People don't understand why I get under their skin so much, but before you know it, we will be married and then you wake up one day and go what i the can hell? believe it i can believe it
1: i don't know why i keep coming back it's like an abusive relationship
0: <laughs> exactly um all right bit that's big little lies dark on netflix is a german series and um i was told by lots of people this is a phenomenal oh it's the best thing ever oh, i find it so boring <laughs>
1: It's I remember this now because yeah. um, someone told me the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and I, I remember it was like it was. It's, it's quite old now, right? Uh, uh, well, uh, I feel like the, it was the, the, fairly early days Netflix when we were sc- scrounging around for things to watch and people going, "Oh, maybe you've got to watch Dark. It's amazing." Right, and whoever t- whoever told us to watch it neglected to mention that it was German. And Hannah and I sat down, we watched it, and it's like the opening scene is there's a, there's a load of silence, and then some stuff happens, and then someone starts talking. And we both went, Oh, you've. No, no, no. no. <laughs>
0: we is
1: were just like, this we just were in just one p- of those movies pure... like, I can't watch something with subtitles right oh, now. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say someone with
0: Germans. We all thought that was going towards some. Um, Racism against the Germans, didn't we? No, no, it
1: was just like, okay. oh, subtitles, fuck, oh, there was no well, way we were watching it at yeah. that point. And that and title was done. misleading
3: because if it's called dark, yeah. I mean, the German word for dark is Dunkel. They should have called it Dunkel. It should not be allowed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good a name, is it? No. Uh, Willkommen in Dunkel. Uh, <laughs> so hang on, why are we talking language? about? It? Are we talking about it just to slag it off, or? Um, yeah, pretty much. I, like, I wanted to know if anyone was uh, had got to the end of it and does think it's absolutely phenomenal. Did you watch it? Well, no, I've watched all of it. You have, Sorry, uh, um,
3: uh, yeah.
0: So really, it's kind of a, it's sort of a. Oh god, I want to say Stranger Things, it's, but it's nothing like Stranger Things. Well, it's set it, partly it's a in
3: the sci-fi, time travel, all yeah. adventure. Well, not even adventure. I wouldn't say adventure drama. Yep. In which people's lives within this small village in Germany are affected, both in the past and the future, yep. by a chain reaction of events, and, and we're wondering what those on. events only makes more events happen, and so on. It goes on like that. Right. It's very convoluted, and it gets even more convoluted as it goes along. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. Quick one out of ten. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not awful. It doesn't. It doesn't upset me. But it also, I feel like have you finished it. The payoff I'm waiting for. No, I, but I feel like the, literally last night, Sarah and I went. Whatever the payoff is, it's not worth waiting for, is it? Well, <laughs> no, Jay, let's watch Jay, no, what something else. Would you
1: give out of ten?
3: I'd probably go. I'd go six, and I'm giving oh. it six. Oh. My brother really likes it, but six. we argue about it because it's just. You know when you know I have probably time travel shows, dramas in a lot of ways because. You know how a lot of them about how, oh, you've got to stop this thing from happening, but mm. when you try and stop that thing from happening, you actually thing. make that thing happen. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. And it just makes you feel like everything that happens is futile. Like the drama is futile because you're yeah. not stopping anything from happening. You're actually making the thing happen that you're trying to stop, you know. A lot And it gets like... really frustrating.
0: <laughs> a lot like Handmaid's Tale. Everything you do is futile, because you keep coming back. I'm sorry. So, um, yes, I agree completely. It's almost like, okay, we get it. We now understand the butterfly effect. And also, we just don't care enough about what's going on. And um, it's interesting, if it was an early Netflix thing, Matt, it was probably a lot more impressive back then. I think we've been spoiled by um, better sci-fi stuff since that point, so that well, would make but it sense
1: sounds great i have to say the way you described it made me interested <laughs> yeah, try um, it try it i'm not going to no six out of ten is like the worst possible rating
0: okay <laughs> yeah exactly um so the boys is a new series on amazon prime and yeah. um it's uh it's a superhero story if what if the team of superheroes what if the avengers and everyone were actually part of a large corporation that were cynical, it was about the shareholder, it was, uh, they plan strategically with the marketing department which crimes they're going to save. There's also a very dark side to them. Um, what if they cause more damage than good but they have a big PR department behind them? The premise is that the catalyst is a... This is in the first episode. A boy is walking down the street with his girlfriend and she gets run over by a very fast-running superhero who squishes her to pieces. She explodes in front of him because he was running past at at light speed. And he tries to get an apology from this superhero who doesn't even stop to apologise, just says, I've got to go and save some crime. And the sort of premise is, what if you then tried to exact revenge on the superheroes and uh, that's the that's kind of where okay. we go it's funny it's gruesome but not completely gruesome but um, necessarily so it's um, it's good it's different and uh, it's not a it's not completely addictive but it's really well played and it's well shot and um, uh, Simon Pegg plays an American dad in it uh, which is interesting I'm not sure what Place he's going to have in it, but he's beefed himself up. You know, really, I mean, yeah, like really, really beefed himself up. Um, so I wonder if there's going to be some element of him being a super. Uh, who's person. beefed himself up? Simon Pegg. Has he? Yes, literally of everything I just said, Matt Heard beefed himself up that was everything that matters. no no to. no no yeah.
1: because I, I i didn't i just didn't notice that he's playing one of the main characters dad
0: that's right yes
1: and the 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 twist on on that being that uh, in the original comic book the original graphic novel of the boys yeah um the yeah. character huey uh yeah. who's simon peg is playing the dad of now was drawn as simon peg
0: oh yeah. good fact yeah. Wow, um, that is
1: a good fact. Uh,
0: have,
1: have you read the source material?
0: No, no,
1: no. I, I read it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so the comic is originally by Garth, not Jennings. Marengi. Garth. No. Ennis, his name is, I think. Right. Um, and I I read it when I was like I was in my early twenties, I think maybe, and I thought it was fucking brilliant, mm. and um. I remember hearing a couple of years ago that they were going to make it into a TV show, and I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? Because it is one of the most um, graphic, uh, pornographic and <laughs> violent comics I have ever read.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's No, it's um, not very pornographic, and they've kept the graphic down. But, for example, the uh, a young woman has always wanted to be in the superhero team, and in episode one, she achieves her dream of being selected to be part of this corporation, part of the Seven or whatever they're called. It's the Justice League, basically. The Justice League, and she, her first experience is one of her idols, superheroes, asking her to give him a blow job, and that pretty much sets up both the. I mean, it's really dark comedy, and it's
1: extremely dark. And, and fact, it's a great. How far spin are you on.
0: into it, no. Hal? Uh, two
1: or three. Two or three. Okay, I think I'm about four or five. It's g- It's going to get worse.
0: Just add the but death the- of an important character. Put it that way.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, it, it I I thought it was a really interesting idea when I when I read the when I read the original book. This this whole thing of like, you know, the 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 two main uh, comic houses DC and marvel um first of all their, their their characters were all just kind of ultra heroic totally um uh, post the children for you know honor and truth and whatever and then gradually the as as they went on and on and on and, you know hundreds and thousands of episodes um they started to delve more into kind of the dark side of these characters and the difficulty of being a hero and, and that sort of thing, but it was still ultimately good. Mm. But in this now, what we have is this idea of um, the heroes who are known throughout the world, having this being celebrities yeah. and doing all the th- the bad things that come with celebrity. So, mm. um, and, but, all, but then it's taken to an even further degree where they've sort of lost with the value of life even and there there is some incredibly uh callous moments coming up the you're, year you're gonna see and it. it's uh, uh it, it, it's it's mm. it's a weird one in terms of the way the show is done i like, i i watched the first episode and i really wasn't sure if i was gonna enjoy it but i've stuck with it because mm. it's done in a sort of did you ever see sin city yes yeah it's sort of halfway between sin city and and a normal superhero film, where it's got that sort of heightened edge to it. Um, yeah, where it's not like no, no one's being played straight down the line. It, they, I think they're sort of aware of the inherent absurdity of what they're doing. Um, but it's very high budget.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's ticking along at a fair old rate. And I think mm. it's uh, I think it's pretty good
0: actually. It does it's got a really good pace to it. Unlike Handmaid's Tale. A bit slow, um. Yeah, it's moving. It's cracking along. It's great, and um, and power does corrupt, and that's what it's about. It's about the power of celebrity corrupting. A little bit like when Meryl Streep um, had a go at Walt Disney when she was presenting an award to Emma Thompson for f- saving Mister Banks, which just seemed very inappropriate. I mean, it was Emma's award, and she took the chance to claim that Walt was an anti-Semite, which he wasn't, because you know he um employed a lot of Jewish people a lot of his best friends were Jewish so to say he was an anti-Semite is just obviously incorrect Um, thanks for listening tonight and thanks for Tessa thanks for joining us
2: you're welcome thanks for Um,
0: be welcome to come back when you've watched some television
2: yep I'll get working on that
0: that would be great and um, we'll see you next time when when we will be able to talk about Mindhunter season two that is all of us who have great taste, and are able to stick with it. Good night. Anyone else saying good night? Anyone saying goodbye?
1: That's that's how you do a podcast there, Tess. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. When you make decisions
3: for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.